do you think Harry Styles spit? Um, so you texted me last night. I did. And all was, did Harry spit on Chris? And I was just like, I don't know what this is in reference to. I had no idea what was. I figured you were tapped in like I am. So I literally had to Google Chris Harry spit. And luckily, it's the talk of the town. So it came right up. I didn't have to do much digging to figure out what you were referring to. But the reason I haven't gotten back to you is because I've been doing nothing but research. I didn't get a mm. wink of sleep last night. I was Yeah, you got to check all the angles. I was deep on 9chan, on forums, uh, high-res, you know, playback on these multiple-angle videos like the Kennedy assassination. Oh, yeah. Um I feel like I feel like he spit. I feel like something came out of his mouth. Whether it was Definitely. whether it was fully intentional, I can't say, but I think liquid from his mouth came out and touched uh, Chris Pine. I believe it was intentional. I believe it was in order to slight Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah, I think Harry Styles is, he's a pretentious little fuck. Mm. And uh, Chris Pine, who is a true thespian, ain't here to put oh, up yeah. with his bullshit, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, so look, here's the thing. I feel like that's my, that what you just laid out was my initial position. And it actually, you know what, it still is. But my girlfriend, she is like trying to talk me down off a fucking hill really uh, with all this like she she's not on like anyone's side mm. necessarily like she's not speaking in defense of harry or anything but she's like oh the their publicist released a thing saying this i'm like i don't fucking trust their publicists i i, I don't i don't care they they yeah i, I don't trust them they want to neutralize the yeah. audience like us the public because we but we cannot be blinded to the truth. So I'm a I'm a Harry. I'm out here. Yeah. I'm telling everybody who will listen. But I, Harry Styles spit. I is the other big clip that's going around from I I think it was the same day. Please tell me you've seen this. It sounds like you have of Chris Pine disassociating and like staring off into the distance during that interview. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, we're back. Technical difficulties, but. Uh, just to catch everyone up, just in case uh, that other part gets lost uh, into the ether, we're talking the spit. We're talking the big spit. We're talking Harry Styles, possibly, allegedly, definitely spitting on Chris Pine mm -hmm. and what that means for America, what that means for yeah. the forward. But we're also talking about uh, the entire press junket for this movie. It's like, don't kill your darlings or whatever with... Uh, with Olivia Wilde as a director and all that shit. I think Nick Kroll is even in it. Florence Pugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone is shit. I mean, <clears throat> none of this has like come to blindside me really because just for the past like several months now, this don't worry, darling, like all this, this fucking drama. Oh, is that what it's called? Don't worry, darling. Don't okay. worry, darling. Like there's just been so much fucking drama from like, and there's like multiple angles to it. It's not just like one yeah. thing. There's like, I, I, I presented think, divorce papers. Yeah, the, the big thing was like 
Hearns, like Olivia Wilde and Sudeikis splitting. And, but then like, it was, yeah, like then her seemingly dating Harry Styles and then like, and then like shit started, like clips started coming out and everyone was like, Harry Styles sucks in this. Like mm. he's not a good actor. There was like clips going around. They're memeing him. Like just his acting chops. Uh, then there was well, like he's a true actor. And then there's the shit about like Shia LaBeouf saying shit like that he left the project because of some crazy shit. So it, there's like five different controversies going on with this movie at once. And now we got the, the, this fucking Chris we got Pine. Spitgate. Chris Pine, yeah. Spitgate. What is more iconic, the slap or the spit? I'm going to say the slap only because of only because of Will Smith directly, like after he did it, like screamed at Chris Rock. Like he yeah. didn't, he could have done one or the other, but he chose both. And then the discourse following it and the fact that he's still being blackballed by Hollywood, whereas like rapists, I think they still get to vibe with everybody. But the spit, spit, the whole spit thing is funnier only because they like both Harry Styles and Chris Pine, they chose to like keep their decorum in the situation. They chose not to like really reveal what was going on. So it's all, it's all up to everyone guessing and coming yeah. up with me. It's, I mean, I'll at least give it to Will Smith for making his position known. Like Harry Styles, like he's a man. Yeah. Like Harry Styles, like I think for you and I, it's clear what happened. But like it, yeah. this, this was a, a much more covert operation than uh, Will Smith literally walking on stage in front of millions of people. Like this was at least camera phone footage. True. You know? Yeah. Uh, so Harry Styles, bitch, move. Like ma- at least make your position known to all of us. Like, yeah. It- but you know, I don't expect much from the Brits. That's mm. that's what I you know. That's why we saved their asses in World War One or whatever that Simpsons quote is. Like, they're sneaky, underhanded little fucks. And I'm not afraid to say it because what are they going to do? Spit on me? I've been spit on before. I don't care. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But I, I was going to say, I think it was like the last thing I was going to bring up before our uh, our first little bit, We might, which we may or may have not have lost. I don't know. But I was just going to mention there was this other clip of uh, – Harry Styles and Chris Pine sitting next to each other doing these interviews. And Chris Pine is just like you said, he's dissociating. He just wants. And, (laughs) but the clip that I saw specifically was Harry Styles answering, you know, whatever question from the interviewer. And he's just like, the thing I like about this movie is it's like a movie like a movie movie, like one you want to go to the theater for, you know, like a real movie. And Chris Pine's like neck is just like (laughs) tensing up. And it's just like, Oh my fucking God. Like he's clenching his jaw. He, yeah. Like he's staring straight ahead. He just does not want to be there. Um, but yeah. Beautiful stuff. Wild. Um, but yeah, the spit happened. Spit happened. We will not, tolerate uh i will not rest until harry styles is deported that's all i'm saying mm. like i want him back on a boat to i want him gone uh but other than that 
I have one little gripe that I want to share with you because it may impact our recording. Um, okay. I don't know if you can hear it right now, but currently two fans on me and last fan like sucking up all the heat in my apartment because yeah. my air conditioner broke last night. Oof. Yeah, so um, I am fucking dying. It's it was 86 degrees when I got home today in my apartment, and then it shot up to like 88. I don't know what it's at now, but and I want I want nothing but the sweet release of death. And I can't get a tech like a service tech out here until Thursday afternoon, so I'm just gonna be sitting in this shit for days. Um, yeah, man, that that fucking sucks. Uh, yeah. We. It's like really hot here in our apartment right now, but we do have our air conditioning like blasting. We've had it going all day, but I, I don't feel cold. Uh, I mm. still feel quite warm. So I can only imagine uh, what my experience right now would be like if we didn't have this going. But yeah, I mean, I got the AC blowing and I have a fan must be nice pointed at me but it's not like a oh i feel great ac blowing it's like at least i feel like uh i'm in a mild sauna i'm in uh a factual sauna like it's 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 just bad times uh at the el daniel over here but Mm. That and then I just saw an alert on my phone that says please conserve energy use between I, I got like right too. now until nine PM. There may be blackouts. Yeah. I'm like, fuck off. Like I don't need this shit right now, California. I'm trying to record gold. Look, we gotta get Gavin on the horn and we gotta mm. let him know. Tuesdays we record Wasteland High. Like right. you gotta anyway. Also, make sure we both have piping like ice cold air conditioning jetting into our apartments at all times at the drop of a hat, you know, at the snap of a finger. Otherwise we're not going to perform. I know there's like all this, you know, like student debt forgiveness and everything. What about free ice cold winter wonderland AC for everyone? Let's go. Where's that? Let's do it. I don't, I, I, I honestly don't understand why they can't pipe in like Alaskan air to every apartment in California. Yeah, you know, they keep talking about this, like, high-speed rail from, like, the Bay to L.A., but, like, what about the high-speed, just big tube from yes. Alaska to here? That just That's what in, I'm talking about. Pumps in uh, all that Tundra. Because it's, it's, just, it's just there. No one's using it. Like, yeah, no one's using it. It's just, like, wasted, uh, chilly, ice-cold air just hanging around yeah. in Alaska for and like, yeah, like Alaska is like the biggest U.S. state, but only like the people are only like just a little blip on the giant. Yeah, like there's so it's only people there. in witness protection and who are running from the law and or, and or child support that live in Alaska. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I don't think they'd miss like a few couple hundred thousand square feet of cold air. Like bring it over here. We need it. That's all I'm saying. I'm off my soapbox. I am sweating. I am hot. It is what it is. Uh, uh, it's a whole thing. But that's neither here nor there. This is Wasteland High. We're back. Very hype. I'm Dom. That's Nathaniel, a.k.a. Hambone. 
and we're here to bring you two great episodes, Tell It to My Heart and Redemption Song, mm. Nathaniel, my brother in Christ. You ready? You ready to get up in this bitch? I, I, I am. All right. We got a Marco plot up first. I'm pressing. You press and play. I'm counting down. Yeah. Three, two, one. Let's go. Let's get into it. All right. You, were, you weren't lying. We got Marco on the screen. Yeah. We got the whole Del Rossi clan. And Papa Mario. Huh. Looks like Marco's like reciting some lines for school play. And his father does not want him to become an actor. I feel like we already did this with Manny, but it is what it is. I can't imagine a parent being upset that their child wants to be a social worker. What do you mean you want to help people? Yeah, what? Like, it's not like the old, like, uh, you know, trope from parents is like, I want you to become a doctor or a lawyer. But he, his dad just said, like, I want you to be in the printing business. Yeah. With me. It's like, what? That's never going out of style. But also, uh, we were kind of talking over this April, uh, the cold open. They were also arguing about the fact that one of Marco's cousins is gay and his father, who is very uh, homophobic. He runs in the family. Yeah. Was <laughs> upset about it. Get the intro. And yelling at Marco, saying that his cousin is letting his mother and blah, blah, blah. Ooh, true. I never thought of that. Right? He should get back into women. Hmm. He's letting everyone down. Hey, Craig's in the mix. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. So I guess these are like all little one-act plays or something that they're doing. Can't really tell right here. But Paige and Marco are chatting it up. I haven't seen Marco and Ellie together since the whole Craig debacle. Are Marco and Paige the most like toxic Degrassi friendship? Mm, well, they might be. neither one of them got uh, the other person shot, so I doubt it. Mm. True. Ah. Whoa, who's this? I mean, Degrassi gay. Big gay Tim. Big gay Tim. You on our B plot yet? Uh, yes. Okay. Emma and young Brock Turner. Yeah, we dubbed them um, Hitler's cream dream. <laughs> yeah. They are the Aryan like goals, like couple goals right here. So I guess Peter's flirting up with Emma and Emma's sort of like flirting back. I I, I don't know. I'm not here for this B plot. Who, who would be? Hitler. I like, it's one thing to make, like you make Spinner lovable, then you he break him the, down. Then yeah. you break him down. Then you build him back up. But this guy, Peter, he was a piece of shit from the jump. Like, I don't have any, like, it's harder for me to, like, root for him, you know? True. Because he, he hasn't had a redemption 
Oh shit. Oh. Craig is ready to get in the mix. Craig the empath. Yeah. I always hated that scene. Well, not that scene, but like that part with Craig. It just seemed like, what are you doing? Like, chill. Stay in your lane. But Craig is a hero to all the people, I guess. Mm-hmm. But either way, what we talked over is Tim got shoved into some lockers and got called uh, a slur, and Marco came to his rescue. So Big Gay Tim and Marco are talking right now about how Tim is struggling to come out and Marco's giving him some sage advice. And again, I don't know if you can see this, but in the background, Spinner and Jay wearing earphones. I guess the splitters didn't exist back then. I guess not. Man, he just called Marco Big Gay Yoda. <laughs> so him is shilling tickets for the drama festival. I think you mean the drama festival. Drama. Yes, my apologies. Look at this. Emma's got to realize all Peter wants... Another blonde-haired piece of meat. Mm. Yeah, I don't care for Peter. Uh, I won't for quite some time, if ever. But it has a lot to do with uh, what you... They introduced him as a piece of shit. And they haven't given us much reason, if any, to want to root for him. I mean, just straight off the bat, he's... He sucks. Yeah, like you at least got to give him like he didn't repent for anything that happened. Like no, he got five weeks detention and he hated every minute of it. It's not like he lost anything. The man showed up and she's not Emma talking to Peter. You know, I don't think I've ever seen you in a hat. I was going to say, like, um, Mark and they're both, they both have, like, very, like, peak early aughts hats. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, at the time when we were moving out of uh, the Brick Mansion, you had put on a hat that you found from, like, your one of your sister's exes. But other than that, like, I've never seriously seen you wear a hat. Yeah. Like, in the real world. It's... It's never really worked. I've tried. Oh, you know, no. Maybe a small handful. Oh, yeah. Beanies work. Yeah. But hats, I don't know. There's something. They just don't look quite right on my head. Mm. So Marco is now giving Tim uh, tips on how to come out to his father. Completely negating the fact that Marco has not come out to his father. Yeah. What gives? Marco's a big phony. It's always easier to give advice. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Most definitely. Back on this B-plot bullshit. 
Emma and Peter. Do you have anything to say about these two? Or to be plot? Because, no. I mean, nothing. It's like... It's like... This dude, Peter, like, he's a little piece of shit. Uh, like, he's just got a smug little, you know, shit-eating grin. And Emma's just a fucking brick wall. Like, she's just wet cardboard. Like, we all know this. It's true. Uh, and she's a fucking hypocrite. Facts. Hey, Big Gate Tim just showed up to Marco's house and he is in tears. Looks like his parents kicked him out. Jeez. Did you, have you ever been in a crisis and just burst into some new friend's house that you've known for like a day? Absolutely not. Like at night during dinner time? Absolutely not. I don't know if I ever told you, but there's this time I had like this big blowout with my parents when I was like six. And I just took off into the night and my parents went to all my friends houses like looking for me because they were worried and then the next day at school all my friends they're just like what the fuck what happened where were you and I like I didn't go to any of their houses because like even though I had known them for years I was not going to their houses I don't know I just out there like that Mm. yeah so I can't imagine like this is some TV shit damn Marco ruined this fucking guy's life yeah, he did. Marcus in the doghouse. So I guess they didn't fuck last night. What's this guy's name? Tim? Big Gay Tim. Right, Big Gay Tim. Big Gay Tim, he's a little too, like... Soft? He's just, like, very dire. Yeah, like right now, he's got his like arm, like he's clutching his arm. He's he's hunched. He's I don't know. He just looks like, really like bummed he's, out. Yeah, he's like the kind of guy where I feel like if there was like a huge disaster or something, like in the first thirty seconds of the Dead. disaster happening, or at least he would be like, "Oh fuck, we're fucked. No, yeah. we're all gonna fucking die. Fuck, like let's just give up now." Like yeah. that's the vibe I'm getting from. Big gay Tim. I agree. Big gay Tim was giving Marco shade for not, like, for actually being a hypocrite, for not, like, practicing what he preaches. Yeah. You can't shame him for that. You can't fault him for that. Man, so these two are still friends, I guess. Well, not only are they friends, but they're still roommates. Manny lives with Emma. God. I mean, why wouldn't they be friends? They haven't had a fight in a while. I'm just saying, Manny doesn't need this. Oh, yeah, no. Manny can do better, but she's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because her parents kicked her out for wanting to be an actress. And Manny has no idea that... I mean, nothing's really happened other than that like weird little date they went on, but like... Yeah. She doesn't realize that Emma is like... No, she doesn't. And the whole B plot is Manny doesn't realize about Emma and is talking. Well, Emma's talking Manny 
into possibly getting revenge on Peter by doing something to him or like pretend seducing him. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that pans out. Jeez, don't ask Paige for advice. You don't think Paige gives good advice? All her advice boils down to find an older man mm. who is homeless. Fair. And, ju- and just do that. <laughs> Settle. Man, this is like the second Yoda reference in this goddamn episode. I think uh, Revenge of the Sith had just come out. Maybe that's... Mm. I mean... The showrunners probably, you know, they paid probably like half a million dollars for the license to say the word Yoda. Mm-hmm. So worth they it. just had to get their money's worth. So, yeah, Emma's at this party um, to seduce Peter. Ooh, but she really wants to seduce him. That's the twist. Oh, yeah. So we don't know the plan yet, right? We don't. This is a weird fucking party. It's like midday. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, is it his house? Yeah. His parents just went out grocery shopping. It's like everyone can come over yeah. for half 35 an hour. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just had a brief glimpse of hot sauce. Man, I'd be so fucking pissed if I was a teacher and had to like stay after school hours for like this dumbass like plays and. Well, I think, I mean, I would be too. And that's probably why we're not teachers is because we have no patience. We don't suffer fools. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All children are, are fools. I got no time for these little shits. That last bell rings. I am out of here. Hey, so Marco's talking to Papa Del Rossi out in the wings. He's talking to Mario. Tell him about. He's confused. Damn. Damn, he just said he's gay and he brought him into my home. That's true. He let those uh, gay genes. Yeah, he let the gay the gay. Yeah, there's gay DNA all over the place. Marco just came out. And his dad is just oh I got I got shit to do. I gotta go. I, I gotta go change the oil in my car. I mean, this is a good, a good tactic for anything. Like, if there's some, if someone tells you something you don't want to hear, you just you pretend just like you didn't hear. You didn't hear it. Yeah. It can't be real if you didn't hear it. Say, damn, Craig's on stage acting his fucking ass off. Oh yeah, Millhouse is here too. Oh, and I feel like that's. That's probably for the best. 
he's recovering. So we got Marco up on stage, and then he just cuts back to the B plot. MNP. Dang, this is such a good prank. Yeah. She's like, ha, you got me. Like she gives him a hand job, comes all over. And she's like, yeah, ha, loser. You just got pranked. <clears throat> I I can she Emma doing any of this. No. That's what I was just gonna say. She learned all this down at the ravine. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. I forgot about that. That little jaunt where she was uh, throat goat of Canada. The door to this room is just wide open. Well, everyone's outside in the backyard. But this is uh, Peter's room. It's filled with fucking boxes and shit. File papers. And this is supposed to be his like is me moment. My dad stuck me in this room with the rest of the stuff he doesn't care about. Dang, I feel bad for him now. I feel really, really bad that he's got to live in the attic. I don't even think it's an attic. It's. I would have loved to live in an attic. I would have loved to live in an attic. This basements and attics all day, but I think he just lives in a small room with hella shit in it, and he just hasn't moved the other shit out. That means it's okay to spread child porn across the school? I don't think so. Take a bold stance and say that's wrong. Hmm, that's brave of you. <clears throat> Damn. Uh-oh. Marcus forgetting not. Uh. Or is he? I think he's remembered the one line he needs to know Why the most. Why are you going out of your way to, to Big Gay Tim? No, in two seconds. I think he's doing this more so for himself. His mother's known. His friends have known for years. It's time that his father knows. Look at Snake. He's like, oh, yeah. About time, Marco. Marco, like a little fist pump. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now he remembers all the lines perfectly. Did you ever confess anything to anyone? Uh, in a stage? school play? Yeah. I, that's really? the way I usually can. Yeah. If you ever want to get anything out of me, you got to put on a play. And cast me as the lead. I won't be able to do my monologue unless I confess my deepest, darkest secrets first. You don't understand, Manny. He lives in an attic. It's a little bit dirty. <laughs> There's one too many books laying around in a stack. Damn. She's getting wet over that fucking scrawny-ass pixelated photo of Peter. No thanks. Those are the days, though, like... Just the, 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 the photo quality. Oh, yeah. On like early Terrible. phones. Terrible. And when you had like a photo like that, it was just, that's all you had. And the screen is like an inch and a half. Yeah. 
Marco's coming back at his dad saying, like, we got to talk about this shit. Asking him if he ever knew, if he ever had a feeling. And his to vomit just from hearing the word gay. I feel like Marco's dad and Manny's dad should like sit down and just have like a toxicity off. Yeah, start a podcast. Oof. They'll be picked up by the Rogan Network. Damn. Well, I mean, that's something, I guess. Oh, no, never mind. I take it back. He just said, you're my son and I love you. You're the best son a father could ever ask for, but I don't want to know this party. Yes. And Marcos, he, Marcos did like 10 toes to the ground about it. He was like, this is me. Take it or leave it. I appreciate that. I mean... I'm going to be bold and say the dad's overreacting because I feel like what's their, regardless of what your child's sexual preferences, there's not really anything to know, you know? What do you mean? Or like, what did, what did he just say exactly? Or yeah, he said, this is a part of you. I don't want to know. Right. Like that's what yeah. he said. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like, you know, it. But then, like nothing else happens. Like there's no. Well, like, no. I, I would I would argue that a lot would happen. It would, like, him saying he doesn't want to know it is essentially saying he doesn't want to see Marco with any guys. He doesn't want to know this part of Marco's life, which is essentially yeah, like taking Marco <laughs> and, and like a huge part of him, like his love life, and removing it from the family, which. Is fine for you and I because we don't like bringing our significant others That's around true. our family yeah. and everything. I'm, I'm thinking about it too much from how yeah. I am, where I hide everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like if I ever like had like a girl that I like come over to like you know my house when I still lived at home, it was like a covert operation. I didn't want no. anyone to like know, or if they if they they couldn't be avoid being seen, like I would make it seem like. They're just a friend. They're just a friend. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I was just very, but I, I get some people like to flaunt their. They like to live st- out loud. Yeah. So they like to rub it in people's faces. And Marco, he's got some crazy uh, wardrobe choices. So he, he likes people. He likes to be seen. True. So True. I get it. Although I think in this episode, he's pretty tame as far as wardrobe, wardrobe yeah, goes. He wasn't wearing any dashikis. He didn't have any cornrows or anything. No, he 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 just had a couple track jackets. But uh, yo, overall, like, did you like? What do you think? I mean, the whole Marco. Um, yeah, the the Marco stuff's always good. Um, I feel like they're really milking him for all these different coming out moments. Yeah, like, like how many times can you come out and do? I. It's weird that you say that. Um, because I read this, but I think it was either a gay comedian or it was like on a podcast or something, but they said that you come out so many times as a gay person Hmm. because you have to, you come out to your friends and then you do come out to your parents and then maybe you have to come out at work and like these different levels to coming out. So 
I don't know. I'm just saying maybe that's like a true aspect of especially the gay lifestyle uh, back in the early aughts. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like now in 2022, it's way more accepting. Maybe not for everyone, but for the most part, people like, you know, I love who you want to love. Like love is love, all that shit. And like you have to you have to be who you are and um, love is a spectrum and all that stuff or sexuality is on a spectrum. But in 2005, it was very I mean, people were still handling this with kid gloves. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess when you think about it in terms of like, I mean, there's all sorts of things that in a person's life that could or that usually require it to be like said out loud to new people, like anything that's like out of the ordinary, it could be things that you can't control like allergies or like, Oh, I'm allergic to this kind of thing. It's like, right. Certain, certain beliefs that you have, like there's certain things that like, you're just going to have to say, you're going to have to have that conversation a number of times because it's something, you know, there's all sorts of things that are quote unquote out of the ordinary um that certain people are going to have to know for whatever reason that you got to do through throughout your whole life so yeah that yeah. that doesn't that doesn't make sense cool um so, i look forward man. to marco still coming out to people in like eight seasons i actually think this might be the last hmm. yeah. i mean it would make sense because his dad was like the big yeah final this is the final boss yeah um other than that, I mean, Peter and Emma, oof, match made I mean, in hell if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I mean, I was really hoping that the show would uh, really make the case for them. And you know what? I can say they definitely did. I mean, man, just seeing Peter live in that attic mm. with like at least four or five stacks of books. Oof. Um, looked like there was a little bit of dust. So, man. What a tragic, tragic figure that I misjudged entirely. Yeah, you know what? It's okay that he spread child porn. Yeah, if you live in an attic that's like a little bit cluttered, um, I could forgive almost anything. Yeah, again, for the people, I'm just going to remind everyone that it's not an attic that Peter lives in. I don't know why Nathaniel keeps saying that. but uh... it's, it's upstairs. <laughs> okay. Did you have you never lived in a two story house? Um, I did for like a, only a couple of years, a long, long, long time ago. My mom. And every room upstairs was the attic. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. Uh, no, yeah. Um, I don't know. It yeah, it was just a cluttered room upstairs, but. Could have been that, an attic. I don't it's, know. It, it's, it's still um, the, the point stands. Sure, sure. If you live in any cluttered room on a second floor, it's an attic. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's dip in to Redemption Song, season five, episode ten. It's uh, it's one of my favorites from season five. Okay. Uh, are you? All right. Give me that countdown. Doing three, two, one. Okay. And this is my favorite specifically for Jay. We're opening up on Spinner and Darcy. This isn't very holy. 
I mean, Spinner's still, he's still, he's not a goblin, but he's goblin adjacent. So he's not subscribing to the Christian beliefs just yet. Yeah. But like, isn't, isn't this the kind of thing like you got to wait until you at least got a promise ring before you see see her in a bikini? Suit? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Especially because the first time Darcy and Spinner ever spoke, she was in a bathing suit. It was at that car wash. Hey, we got the boy Jay. And Jay wants to know if he's coming down to the ravine. People have been asking about him. Think about all the fucking gutter punks missing Goblin Spinner. Mm. Like, where's that trash boy at? How? What? Speak the truth. How does Jay factor into this grand redemption story? Or not story, but in Spinner's mind, how does Jay factor into all this? Like, What do you mean? Jay's his friend. I know, but being friends with Jay is what led. Hmm. It, it, it partially enabled. I think you'll just have to keep actions. watching to find out. I'm not 100% certain. No, okay. I was going to say something, but it's not accurate. All right, cool, cool, cool. But uh, another friendship club meeting, and he's playing devil's advocate. And this little fart's name is Linus. Oh, looks like Linus. Yeah. And uh, they have, they have a, a Christian retreat planned, and they've just invited Spinner. But Spinner's got plans with his friend. Damn, Christian retreat or the ravine? I go to the ravine. There's like a ninety percent chance I'm going to get my dick sucked. So. Mm. 50% chance I get gonorrhea. Or ah, at the Christian God. camp, you're dick sucked by the Lord. Ooh, okay, now we're talking. Oh, here's our B-plot. It's uh, Jimmy and Hazel featuring Ellie. And Hot Sauce is on the tube. It is the one-year anniversary of the Degrassi school shooting. Damn, there's this girl staring fucking daggers at Spinner. Somehow, I think you're ahead of me. Really? How much? What's happening right now on your screen? Uh, Spinner's having a flashback. What are you at? Having a flashback. Okay. You just cut out for me for a second. Oh, yeah. All right. Back. Where are you at? Right now, he's looking at, uh, like, photo booth photos. Okay, yeah. So we're at the same point. Uh, so there's a mural that's going to be painted commemorating Degrassi Union. And Jimmy won. He's going to be mean, painting it. Who better to do that than the... The guy who was shot. The, the, well, I was going to say the number one artist. Oh, yeah. But hold Degrassi. on. Pause. I mean, they had this competition for a student to paint the mural. 
if they hadn't picked the guy who got shot, I feel like there might be a lawsuit. Like the least they could do is let Jimmy paint the mural. You know what I'm saying? He got shot yeah. at the school. He got sued. They're probably like, look, let's just let him paint the wall. His parents won't press charges. Everything is good. Yeah, it's a strategic move. I definitely think so. Hot sauce is she's playing 4D chess. But uh, let's get back into it. Yeah, Craig out here giving accolades. Love to see Craig. Wait, who's Kelly? Ellie. 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 Oof. I don't know if Craig had to do that, but he didn't. I also two little moments in these past episodes. I did not care for what Craig did. Yeah. Like I thought Craig was on the mend. Oh. And Jimmy's creating another school shooter. Endless cycle. I mean, that's the only way you're going to fix this is if you, you go home and you get a gun spinner. Here goes Jay putting a, little, putting a little brandy in his coffee. He likes his coffee Irish. He's got a flask. That's how I knew Jay. He had a flask. And a chain necklace and tiny little sunglasses. Yeah. Jay's convincing me here. They did do the world a favor. I mean, Rick sucked. We all knew that. Yeah. Now he's gone. Jimmy just got caught in the crossfires. It's not. Oh yeah. He not only convinced me, he convinced. You remember that game, right? Crossfire. You Uh, get caught. Crossfire. Yeah. They should intercut Wait, that commercial with Jimmy getting shot. Is this going to be one of those plots where, like, <laughs> Spinner, like, goes to this Christian camp and then, like, at, he's like, oh, guys, I got to go to the bathroom. And then he, like, runs to the room. <laughs> and he's just, uh, like, doing both at the same time. That would be um, type thing, but this is hours away from the ravine. Ah. Yeah. Unless Spinner stumbles upon a wormhole. So they're now at the beach. I I don't know what this. It's a lake. It's a lake. Uh, And yeah, there's some weird Christian shit going on. And remind me, you've never been religious, right? Wait, what? I I jokingly brought up promise rings. Well, at the beginning come on, they're this. Christian. What did you think was going to happen? This little fucker Linus got a promise ring. Yeah, Linus has a promise ring. It's a promise that one day they will be engaged. And when they're engaged, they they may get married. And when they get married, they will fuck. But yeah, ever been religious? Nathaniel, hey, buddy, have you ever been religious? Oh, no. Yeah, try to keep up. We're doing a podcast. I was lost in Linus's eyes. You're not supposed Uh, to be watching. I mean, 
watch the episode and we commentate on it. Fine, fair but, no, I have never, I've never been religious. I've never been to church. You've um, never been to church? No. I've been inside a church, but I've never been to a church service. On a Sunday? Like, no. oh my God. Would you ever let me take you to a black church? <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like if I had to go to one. <laughs> like, uh, Gun in my head. If I had to, black church all day. That's what's up. Uh, so, yeah. The, the cool kids, they're painting this mural. And, I mean, Hazel's here, and she's, she's here to help her man. God, they're still doing this fucking Ellie and Jimmy thing. How do you feel about Ellie right now? How are you feeling? I don't know. I mean, right now, she hasn't really done anything in this episode. Hmm. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm just... I feel some type of way about Ellie this season. I, I know you don't, you're not into it. I'm not into it. So Linus has an acoustic guitar because of course he fucking does. And they're talking about Jesus. All these kids do is sit in a circle and talk about Jesus. I know. I was Jesus. just about to say, all, all they do is just like talk theory. In, in a circle. It's always got to be in a circle. Man. I mean, like, what? Here's one thing I don't understand as a non religious. The Lord? Isn't. Like, everything's written in the Bible. What, what's there to speculate about? Well, because well, a lot right of now. people say Black and white. the Bible is merely there to guide you, it's up to interpretation. That's convenient. Damn, Spinner's got a sick sunflower tab in his leg. What is that? Is that a sunflower? There's some kind of flower. It, it did, but the leaves also look like, uh, like maybe like a. I don't know. Uh, either way, we talked over the part where Linus mentioned the school shooting, and Spinner got upset and walked away and stormed off. I guess. <coughs> I mean, she needs to know her place as a good mm. Christian future wife. I mean, she can't be spouting off at the mouth. And here come Jay. His jaws on the floor. Sweet Mother Mary, he says. Who knew Christian girls could be so hot? Oh, yeah. Jay's here. He's going to turn a couple girls agnostic, if you know. Mm. I mean. Hell yeah. Jay here. Beer, 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 beer. I feel like we need to make the new segment where Jay at. Mm. Or WWJD. Who would? And Jay's deciding, like, I'm not going anywhere, bro. Like, I'm going to get my dick wet before I get back on the road. I drove two hours out here. <laughs> Got me fucked up. Oof. Damn. Hazel kind of a is shitty girlfriend. She's striking out. She doesn't know things that rhyme. Ellie's over there chuckling to herself. I mean, 
This could be Were you gonna say this could be us, but you what were you gonna say? Uh I mean I was just gonna say like at this point I feel like there were relationships that people had oh, in, in high school. High school, yeah. middle school, where it's like you get together with someone pause it. Yeah. Where you get together with someone before you've discovered who you like sure really yeah. are. And I feel like this that could be what Jimmy and Hazel are. Like they got together a while ago now. Uh yeah, and he, got to sophomore year on that roof where and, he picked that dirty Yeah. How can I forget? And it just feels like Jimmy, he's changed quite a bit. But here's the thing. Here's what I would argue. They haven't shown that change. They haven't earned that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they they had him get shot in season four. And then all like the rest of season four, he was just doing regular with his friends. Yeah. I, I mean now in season five, he's this artist. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But I also at the same time don't really know if like I think it, it's it's can also be true that you just sometimes you vibe with other people. I don't know. Like it, do I believe for one second that Jimmy and Hazel were going to get married and be together for 60 years? Like, I don't, probably not. This is a problem with this podcast. You do not believe in black love. This goes all the way back, like seasons and seasons ago. You do not, you do not believe in black love and I'm not here for it. I'll tell you that right now. Um, uh, but no, is like, I definitely agree with you that. Yes. Yeah, sometimes you do change. And I think that's what they're trying to, trying to convey with Jimmy and Hazel where he's like quote unquote evolved. But I think there's a better story to tell where maybe just like in the previous episodes where Jim struggling to be the like new assistant coach and everything, it could have been more so Hazel pushing him back into some like sports related role because she's comfortable with that Jimmy and just the way that, Jimmy had to tell his father, like, that Jimmy got shot, that Jimmy died, blah, blah, blah. He could have that same struggle with Hazel. But instead, we're getting this. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Facts. Nice. Nice rebuttal. rebuttal. Let's get back into it. I'm pressing play. We're back in the A-plot and giving a sob story to this young lady. Says he's addicted to helping people. Jay is a chameleon. He can he, adapt yeah. to any situation. You ain't seen nothing yet. There's a story seasons from now that you'll not believe if I told you. Mm. Or you might, because it's fucking Degrassi, so. Or you're allowed to kiss on the lips before marriage? As long as the devil ain't watching. And the daytime belongs to Jesus, so they're fine. If nighttime, you turn into a fucking mogwai. Oh my god. She's gonna... She's, she's gonna, gonna get gonorrhea. Her, and she's not gonna be permitted into the kingdom of heaven. True. That's way worse. Mm. Debatable. Damn, Jay just said he, we're just about to get up to some Bible thumping. That's what I'm talking about. Don't call her that. 
Mm. Wow. Damn. So Spinner's telling Jay they haven't even had sex. And Jay's like, what are you even doing here then? I didn't know that. That's lame as fuck. Yeah, Spinner's no sex. Beta cuck. Hey, Darcy's bringing brewskis to the forest. That's what I'm talking about. It's the devil's apple juice. Mm. The devil's cider. Another paint playing frisbee in the in the woods. Man, this is gonna get creepy. Like I feel like this is a, a devil's threesome. Like shit's about to get weird. Maybe Jay like bends over to pick up the frisbee and asks Darcy if she's ever pegged anyone before. I don't know what happens. Oh, so they need some refills. Spinner just grab them. I feel like that's stupid leaving Jay with Darcy alone in the woods. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, not at all. Oh, Jay's landing on thick. Damn, what is Jay up to? Jay's an agent of chaos. Who was using the old blue balls excuse? Yeah. Manny's like fucking climbing up Spinner's tree and he can only say no for so long. You know how Manny is. Spurgeon Manny's good name. Damn. Now Darcy's chugging or not took a sip of beer. That's all it takes. Yeah, when you're Christian. So here's Hazel inspecting the mural. And something's caught her that she does not like. What, what, what? in there? Looks like it. And Hazel just doused Jimmy in orange paint. Bob's orange. How does she know Ellie didn't paint that part? Well, I mean... It doesn't matter who painted it. Jimmy, like, designed the entire mural. Did you ever paint another girl that you were into, into a mural? When Usually. you had a existing yeah. girlfriend? That's usually how I break up with all my girlfriends. Mm. Mural. It's awkward at first, but they have to respect my artistic license. Yeah, there's so much fucking poison ivy all over the place. Is there? Can you spot it just by looking at it? Okay, I was going to... You're the nature boy. It's my city boy. So I trust Leaves your eye. Leaves of three. Oh, good to know. Ooh. Darcy's uh, showing that oh. clavicle. She just pulled that strap right off her collarbone. She's... 
suck on that collarbone. Give it to me. Give it to me, big spinny. Spinner's kissing her upper chest. They're not that far away. Darcy is sobbing. I know. They're not that far away. Someone's going to be able to smell her hymen breaking. And Linus is going to charge in with his... Oh, boy. So Spinner notices that she's crying. And Darcy says, Jay told me everything about Manny. It's okay. Spins like, I haven't spoken to Manny in like a year. About to see Spinner hold the fuck. Jay's going to die this episode. Yeah, he's going to choke Jay and drown him in the lake. I challenge you to a (laughs) one-on-one volleyball match. Damn, he's your ride home. I mean, with the Christians. Spinner's just throwing like forearms on Jay's neck. This isn't very holy. No, it's pretty righteous, I think. Just trying to get you laid. And you're finally here. You are. You're wondering when Spinner would realize. Mm. Damn, you didn't have to go that hard on Jay. Mm. He he's just a. That's like some old. Like a... That's some old yeller. Come on out of here. Go and get. Get out of here, boy. Yeah. And Jay was just like, oh. Jay's just a whimsical agent of chaos. Yes, yes, he is. He's the Loki of Degrassi. Yes. Oh, but here we are back in our B plot. And Hazel, you hate to see it. Black love breaking apart unless you're Nathaniel. You've been waiting for this since they got together on that roof. Piece of shit. Jimmy says, Hazel, Damn. look. Did you, ever tell, did you ever tell a girlfriend in high school that another girl inspires Inspired? you? Yeah. Look. You, like, every Monday, I would bring a girl outside that I was dating and let them know another girl inspired me. And Hazel just broke up with Jimmy because he was too much of a coward to do it himself. So now we're back to our A-plot, and Spinner's in his feelings. He just got rid of the one friend that he had for the past year. And while his friend was the literal devil, he was also a good dude. You know, just a fun party time boy. I'm going to miss Jay and Spinner. Who's he going to share earphones with? Jesus may forgive Spinner for getting Jimmy shot, but he can't forgive single wipes. <sighs> Unhealthy booty hygiene. <laughs> I think uh, Darcy may uh, walk Spinner into the promised land that is baby wipes on the tushy. Who knows? Yeah, it, if they go through the whole song and dance of it all and she gets a promise ring when they turn like 19 or whatever and they finally get married she's in for a rude awakening mm. uh, when she yeah she's like shit she's like i bought this like 
12 pack of toilet paper like months ago and it's just like it doesn't seem <laughs> like we're going I mean, through it fast enough. i feel like i'm using my fair share but every time i go into the bathroom it's like one one square is missing one sheet if that and spinner's just like yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're only supposed to use one yeah sometimes if not it's gay you don't even need one it's gay if you wipe more than once. <laughs> That's, That's what spinning. I heard. Yeah. yeah. Marco told me. Um, Man. So how'd you feel about Redemption Song? Uh, it's good. I feel like I've been, especially with the last episode where I feel like I was complaining a little bit about, you know, the shit with Peter and like, yeah, we, we're not seeing like a proper redemption for him and I don't know if I said it out loud, but I was definitely thinking like it's been like Spinner's just in the background. Like I want to see. Yeah, no, I, I that's Spinner part of redemption. Yeah. Why I kept calling out that he was in the background here. He was talking to Darcy there. Like season five, they have the second least amount of episodes since season one, where they only have like 19 episodes in season five. So I feel like they do a lot of groundwork in mm-hmm. putting characters in the background, doing like little moments um like highlighting certain characters because they don't have as much real estate so yeah i was just throwing that out there but yeah spinner's redemption i mean i don't know true redemption but i feel like it's a stepping stone to that maybe yeah i mean it's yeah it's not i guess it depends on what we mean when we say redemption because like mm-hmm. usually i i feel like a redemption requires some sort party of being forgiven some sort of series of actions that like make a difference but mm. I, I feel like so far with spinner it's really more of a how can i be forgiven okay yeah, yeah yeah but but he he has taken i mean he's tried to make somewhat of an effort to like apologize to Jimmy, he's clearly trying to change the way he behaves. I feel like this episode is the first step in that, in that he broke away from Jay. Because even you were asking, you're like, why the f- is still with Jay? Like, why is he yeah. spending time with Jay? Jay's a scumbag, all this other stuff. Spinner's trying to get his life back on track. And I knew this episode was coming, so I was just like, hey, I don't know, I mean... We'll see what happens. But I mean, I was very happy. I remember watching this episode when it first aired and I thought it would be, I thought there would be for lack of a better term, some come to Jesus moment for spinner where he's faced with his own mentality and he realizes like the position he put Jimmy in or something like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that wasn't what we got was just, Spinner, I guess, accepting. I don't know if he accepted his role in it, but by the end of this episode, it feels like he's given himself over to Christ. And with that, I mean, I've been meaning to talk to you. You you make a lot of choices that I don't necessarily agree with, but um, I don't know. I feel like maybe if you let the Lord in. That's true. Hmm. Um, I've been thinking about it, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I need I need for a reason. 
I just unfortunately I haven't fucked up on anything bad <laughs> enough yet to push me that right. far. Like I've made some mistakes here and there, but mm. not not enough to to go to big debt, the big dog upstairs. Roof, mm. um, yeah, Christ Almighty. I feel and you. I mean okay. it would also it would help too, like if there was some you know hot Christian woman who was like, hey. Oh, so you think Darcy's hot? I, I forget. Mm, no, I'm just saying hypothetically. <laughs> in my okay. life. Okay. In my life. Okay. Fair enough. Mm. The B plot. Black love crumbling before our very eyes. I know you're happy about it. But mm. honestly, how do you feel about the Jimmy and Hazel disillusion? Like the, the conscious uncoupling of jazel um i don't know i i feel like whoa i could just hear myself in here um, yeah yeah it's fine it's it's just it's too bad because we've talked about this ad nauseum at this point but like i'm not mad at it ultimately just because like with what we've gotten there's just mm. no, they, there's just not enough there. Like they haven't given enough to Hazel. They they're giving so or much. To, yeah. They're they're giving so much to everyone else. Um, so it's like when we talk about when we look at Jimmy, it's like well, I don't really think about them as a couple. Of all the couples in Degrassi mm. that have come and went, it's like they at least do something to make me to remind me and make me believe that there's like something there and like stakes in this, um, whatever relationship it might be. But with this one, it's just like, eh, they're kind of the old married couple. They huh. seem to be happy around each other, but like, right. We, we don't really see them interact in any meaningful way. They don't really have like independent conversations too often. Things are happening in Jimmy's life to push him but like other than that one random episode whenever that was like two seasons ago or whatever with hazel it's like nothing oh, happens that, to her that ever. was yeah that was before they were even together yeah hazel yeah so like no, nothing nothing board nothing happens to hazel so it's just like that coupled with what we were kind of talking about earlier of just like sometimes yeah, I mean, sometimes someone comes along that is mm. just more compelling to you, but you've been, you kind of got that like kind of easygoing relationship where it's like, well, nothing's technically wrong, but I'm just feeling some type of way about someone else. It's like, I guess that's what happened here. And has enough been done? To like justify that, I don't know. I there could have been more. Um, in terms and real of quick, just... one last thing. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the Ellie inclusion? Because Jimmy painted Hazel or painted Ellie into that mural. Mm -hmm. Jimmy said to Hazel, "Ellie inspires me." I mean, I feel like next episode. Here's my prediction. He wants to paint Ellie. Like one of these French girls. Ooh, wearing yeah. 
this and only this, this being that dirty ass necklace. Hazel probably threw it back at him. <laughs> I and, like that. Uh, yeah, I don't. Ellie's not doing anything. <laughs> Ellie's got nothing going on. And uh, Hazel. Ellie's here yeah, in season five is like a prop for the boys. Yeah. So, look, I think this thing's going to happen. Mm, okay. All right. That's your prediction. I mean, Jelly. I don't know. I Jimmy mean, and Ellie. In, unless, like, unless for the next, like, two seasons, Ellie's just going to go from, like, person to person and be like, left is spinner after this. I mean, I know there's no one left. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Maybe she makes Marco question his sexuality. But I mean, she started with Marco. And then she went to Sean it, and then she went maybe, to Craig. Maybe that'll be like, I can see that being like a, a season finale at some point. Like mm. she like, uh, like the next season, she like m- makes her way to Marco and she puts Marco through the ringer and he questions all the stuff. And he's like, you know what? I think I might be bi. And then he goes Ooh. to his dad at the very end. He's like, dad, <laughs> I'm actually bisexual. So there's still a chance. <laughs> and uh, Marco's dad goes, good enough for me. And they high and five. Yeah. And yeah, they high five. <laughs> freeze frames. It's like freeze frames. And the high five. Love. Um, all right. Anything else? Uh, any possibility. Anything else before we get into um, the of the next episodes? No. Um, in terms of prediction, or not predictions, but just hopes, like, uh, mm. I feel like we have not seen enough since it happened to justify this Craig and Manny thing. I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing anything oh, going on God. with this. What like, do you need I, to see? <laughs> I'm still not a believer. I just need more. They're both they happy. Giving me anything. They're not giving me anything. I, you I saw them setting them up. up. You saw them setting them up. Last episodes were recorded. Turned out parts one and two. They they're canoodling in the dot. They're making out. They're macking. They're cupcaking. And they were setting Emma up on a date. That's what you do when you're like a lived-in couple. You're like, you know, you know who'd be good with our other single friend? This goblin motherfucker, Derek. This old gargoyle. but okay uh you want to see more cranny you want to see more craig and manny you want to be sold on it yeah i mean i know i know for a fact that they have like a cutesy moment in one of these next two episodes but i don't know how heavy it is i just know that they have a cutesy moment uh Hmm. okay yeah but our next episode is a two-parter. And it changes the status quo a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to give you the synopsis for part of the two-parter because it gives too much away. I already looked ahead to see what it said. And then, like, if I told you what it said, you'd, you'd guess it. Because teen soaps and, like, tropes and all that shit, you'd guess it. But what I will say is... Our, ne- our next two episodes that we will be covering five episodes 11 and 12 The Lexicon of Love parts 1 and 2 so a two-parter is what we got on our hands folks uh, 
<laughs> Tonight is a night of Jane Silent Bob Go Canadian, A. Eh? And students and faculty on the guest list. It's like the whole school is gripped in movie premiere fever. Yeah. They could have just forgotten about this. I told you that they didn't. I told you that Kevin them. Smith would be back. Uh, I feel like Kevin Smith contractually obligated. He was like, you will premiere my movie. So yeah, that's our two-parter. I'm not going to read this second Great. part. The first part gives you nothing. It's just the tee-up. But uh, yeah, like I said, a status quo is here to... like Things are going to change. Going forward, everything's going to be a little different. We're going to see some characters mingling that we never saw mingle before. It's, it gets interesting. But uh, with that being said, this has been Wasteland High, man. Uh, Nathaniel, you got anything to plug? Have you shot any shorts? Have you done any? No. Throw it out there? All right. Hmm. No. Uh, Nothing yet. The thing I have to plug is air conditioning please come back to me mm. like just bless me with it because i fear going to look at my thermostat right now it, it only feels like it's gotten hot I had my television and xbox on but i can only imagine it was 88 like when we started recording do you have any apartment. like uh do you have any like reusable like ice packs that you could like make an ice pack and then just like i do it? Yeah. Neck or something? yeah, no, I do have reusable. Have them. They're here. But that's not going to, like, that's really not going to do shit. I could, like, put it under some blankets and lay on it or do something. Some, do something. I don't know that it would do much. Uh, I will say, if I planned on. What? No, say it. Go. Spit it out. No, no. I was just going to say, I went to Best Buy today. Also, when was the last time you ever been in a Best Buy? Because I went to one today. We bought. I don't, know if I, I don't know if we ever talked. To, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but we bought a new TV. Oh, like, we did talk about it. Yeah, on our yeah, anime. Yeah. Shout out, yeah. Wasteland Anime. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, we got a new TV. Like I don't know, maybe a couple months ago. Uh, so we we oh, went in the best way for that. About this, thing. I thought this was your other one. Like this was over a year ago that you were telling me about your other. T- I I didn't know about this. Over My apologies. A year ago. Yeah, over a year ago, we were talking about something else, like your TV was crapping out on you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole- yeah our, our, t- our TV, I've been wanting, like, a new TV for a while, but we just kind of set So, wait, you go to the Best Buy in Emeryville? Where'd you go? No, there's a Best Buy out here, like, in... Mm-hmm. In Haystack? It's it's not in Hayward, but it's, like, uh... where? Hey, where's that, hey, where's that Best Buy? Union City. Oh, Union City. Everyone, eat shit. You come to California, come on down to Union City. Come on down to Union City. There's a Best Buy. But yeah, we went into that Best Buy. Every Best Buy looks exactly the same inside. Uh, It does, except if you haven't been in a Best Buy in a number of years, because I went in there, they got barbecues in there now. Did your Best Buy have barbecues in there? I know that. I mean, I know they have like indoor appliances. They had Traeger barbecues. I mean, not everyone was was in the market for new tech gadgets i know i mean but technically a traeger is a tech gadget because it's electronic Ooh, smart girl it is it's technically smart what the fuck i i went there for i mean I, I i had to buy the girlfriend uh new earphones that's a whole other thing mm, the cat the 
Yeah, I, I actually did get beats by Dre. Ooh. Yeah. Some rose gold motherfuckers. Mm. Um, Ooh, not skull candies? No. Five dollar $5 skull candy. Your <laughs> okay. uh, that's, that is such a good prank. I might do that. I might try to find some skull candies. <laughs> because, uh, the girlfriend, she had her earphones chewed through by her lovely cat, Heathcliff. And I was already planning on buying her a new, like, nice headset like beats by dre for her birthday which is towards the end of the month but he did this over the weekend and she asked to use her earphones for work and i was like you know what i'll just buy him this year birthday gift here it is blah 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 so i went to go pick him up but also while i was picking him up i was like our air conditioner is out let me and as well and when i tell you like I asked the woman up front who was checking me out for my curbside purchase of the Beats by Dre uh, trademark, you know, shout out. I asked her, I was like, hey, where's your fans at? And she pointed over to the section. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I walked by this link app. Some fans, some Dyson fans, the bladeless fuckers, saw those, kept walking, like looking around for more and more and more. Found none. Asked the guy, hey, uh, where are all your fans at? And he pointed at that end cap. Three fans. Two of them, actual fans, like bladeless fans. One of them, air purifier slash dehumidifier slash fan, $699. And I was like, the, the um, like, this is it? This is everything? Geez. Like, I, I just need a fan. And he was like, yeah, if you're looking for a fan, this might be out of your price range. But, like, it's also a dehumidifier. And so if that's what you're looking for. And I was like. I just need a fan. Yeah, those box fans, they blow a lot of air. But this one, I mean, feel it, feel it, feel it. And I was just like, you're on commission. I get it. Yeah. Where are your fans? And he was like, this is it. I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks. It was three fucking bladeless Dyson on an end cap. I mean, in the fucking heat wave. It's 112 degrees outside. What are yeah. you doing? I, I mean, I get it. Uh, that's a very specific fan market, but it's like yes. at the same time, it's like what you're looking for. You're looking, you got to go down to fucking Target. Okay? No, I wasn't looking for what. Like, I looked on their website also before I went down there, and it said these things were available in store. Like, I mm. saw fans, and I, but what it said was, if you order it, you can pick it up the next day. So maybe like it would come from their warehouse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm 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 railing against Best Buy right now. I, I can't stand Best Buy. Amazon, everybody, fuck Best Buy. Uh, oh yeah, step, go support the little guy. So yeah, I was planning on buying these headphones from Best or from Amazon, but they wouldn't be able to ship to me until like next week or something. So Best Buy had them in the store, so I had to go to Best Buy. So maybe shop Best Buy in a pinch, but not for fans. Either way, that's it. I'm done. Wasteland High. Thank you. That's Nathaniel. I'm Dom, a.k.a. Hambone, that guy over there. Until next time, we will be covering the Lexicon of Love Parts 1 and 2. We're out of here. Goodbye. Later.